Mana 3 Media. This is the Book Publicist Podcast, powered by Local PR Toolkit. I'm your host, Jason Jones, and I'm a longtime book publicist and agent. We're going to talk to publicists, media, publishers, and authors and give you a peek behind the curtain into the world of book marketing and publicity. So, my marketing and publicity starved author friends, let's go! Welcome to another episode of the Book Publicist Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Jones, and I am here once again with the greatest producer in all the land, mm. David Wilkinson Esquire. Mm, preach. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty, pretty good. Um, by the way, when we're done with this, there's an errand we should run together. Yeah. Yeah. Do tell. Uh, do you know, you know about the... Beer park. The beer park. Sure. Let's uh, uh, do you know about I the beer park? But I am most interested. Well, basically, uh, they're selling their cases at wholesale, so we can just drive up. Wow, pick dude. up our beer and you said beer out. park. I was thinking maybe like water slides and stuff with like <laughs> beer. I'm like that would be really cool. That's phase two. But for now, I'll settle if you for want a case to, at when wholesale. We're done here, that's an errand we can go. Yeah, on. man. Sweet. sweet Absolutely. Dude. So this is our third episode, mm-hmm. and this is a show where we're going to talk to some really fun, smart people. Publicists, publishers, authors, media, in the hopes that our listeners, a lot of whom are authors, particularly of the independent and or self-published variety, can learn uh, how to act as their own publicists and marketers. And they get a chance to see behind the scenes, behind the curtains, into what we do on this side of things. So, today... You're talking to a hotshot. Yeah, man. Janae White. She's kind of a big deal. Isn't over she? At, she's uh, a senior publicist? At, yes, at, at B&H Life? Publishing Group, also known as Lifeway. As Lifeway, yeah. As those of us who've known Janae for some time call her Nene. Nene. Nene White. Nene. Yeah. Okay. I'll trust you. <laughs> she, she'll never, she'll, she'll never speak to me again. So I hope I enjoyed this conversation with her. Um, yeah, I bet Janae knows where the beer park is. You think she is a party horse, dude? I am on mute. Yeah, right now. no, she's not. She's a good girl, and uh, this is a great conversation that we were fortunate enough to have with Janae at the recent National Religious Broadcasters Convention. All that to say. Here's our conversation with Nene White. <laughs> Everybody, I hope you enjoy it because my friendship with Janae is over. Enjoy. Hey, Janae. Hi, Jason. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You've been all over the world. I don't feel like I've seen you in forever. Every time I look I know. at Facebook or something, you're somewhere on the other side in some other hemisphere. What's going on? We are both pretty busy people. You must make a lot of money at B&H. They must, uh, what is going on over there? Man, I, I just love to travel and... When I can take my vacation days and yeah. do something fun or work mm-hmm. remote from somewhere, I like to. So, yeah. Like Hawaii or Hawaii? Alaska? That's right. I was in a wedding in Alaska this um, this past January. It's these weddings that give me places. I was a bridesmaid in a wedding yeah. in Mexico, you're so I had age. to go. You're just a, I'm that age. You're a baby. It's just happening. You're, such a, you're just a small baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Janae White is an awesome publicist. She mm-hmm. is the publicity person now over at B&H Lifeway. Yeah. Um, and congratulations, by the way, on the the, um, the new position. Thank you. I'm not so sure. now I'm doing a little bit yeah. more marketing, yeah. kind of doing a hybrid role yeah. of 
still overseeing publicity for our books, but taking on some marketing campaigns. Awesome. Which I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. So we met um, a few years ago. You were fresh, I believe, at that point, fresh out of Union University. I was. All of you know, you're bright and shiny and nothing. <laughs> Wide-eyed and yet. not right. knowing you're, what I was getting yeah, into. Totally. And so um, you very naively, right out of the gate, there you just. You assumed that I knew what I was doing and you leaned on me for some thing. We did some work together and I, did. I fooled you into thinking that I knew what I was doing <laughs> and here we are. That's right, so, here yeah. we are. So I'm gonna tell you, I just told you off the air here a minute ago um, and, and I'll state it again here for someone who might be listening to the podcast today for the first time. The, the podcast, the Book Publicist Podcast is to help educate self-published authors uh, or any author really that could be traditionally published and just not getting any support from their publisher mm. but mostly self-published authors who are who want to learn to be their own publicist most mm. of the folks that i've talked to in, in my work the last few years have have um really felt like they've had two options right they either do no publicity at all because they don't know how sure or they you know, they, they, they hand over 10 grand to a publicist, which they don't have. Mm -hmm. You know, most of them have just spent several thousand publishing their book and they don't really have that left. Yeah. Um, so we want to teach them to do it themselves mm -hmm. and there will be other resources down the road. Yeah. But for now, the podcast is a part of that. And so we want to teach them to think like a publicist, which mm -hmm. means they should not only hear from me, but hear from other smart people like yeah. you who do what we do. So we want to give them a look behind the curtain. And that's what we're doing today. So let's talk for a second about what you do. Um, with an author, you get, um, you know, if someone were to, to be their own publicist, mm -hmm. um, they get a book in their hand, what's the first thing that they need to do uh, before they approach media? In, in your mind, what's the first thing that you do before you approach media with a book that you're working on? Well, the first thing I would probably do, well, as our marketing team does, so at a publishing house, we want to think about who the book is for, and that will determine um, where we go in the media, what opportunities that I pursue for exposure for publicity for a book that also determines um, and sets the course for the marketing campaign for the book so figuring out who the author wrote the book for and then for me as a publicist I'm thinking through um, how can I reach those readers that could potentially pick up the book through the media so what are they listening to what kind of magazines do they read what TV shows do they watch if we're pursuing media at that level or just what podcasts are they listening to or could be listening to where they could discover the work of this author and the expertise that they have and um, the new book. So really narrowing who the audience is. A lot of times we want to think, authors want to think that they really wrote the book for anyone. And though that may be true in some circumstances, we know that we can get more narrow and focused so that we can really figure out how we can use publicity and my media relationships to make that connection for the reader and mm -hmm. introduce them to the and expose them to new listeners and new readers. Yeah. So, so really thank you through the target audience first, yeah. I think is the first best step. Yeah. Um, who is the target audience? Who is my ideal reader? Right. And what shows are they watching exactly. and listening to? What, exactly. what uh, online outlets are they, you know, frequenting and podcasts are listening to? Okay. Right. So I think that's, that's exactly right. And, and we're going to help them learn how to build out, uh, you know, press materials and things like that. Mm -hmm. But as, as, as you do that on a daily basis, what have you figured out that um, might be some of the, you know, those best practices? And what do you include on your press kit when you build a mm -hmm. press kit for an author? What's, what's included there? Well, we have all the standard information about the book. That's kind of the baseline. That's what's expected. But then I'm trying to think about, well, how can I help 
um, connect the book to something that the target audience is interested in, whether that be the end podcast listener or the producer that's making the decision um, about who to put on that podcast. So trying to think through what's the felt need that the book addresses, um, how can I connect that to something that people are already, the question that they're already asking or what they're paying attention to in culture. Maybe if there's a news hook that connects. That's to me is the most important and pertinent information relevant to try to get publicity and show that there's something about the book that's newsworthy, right? Um, so I'm trying to think not just about what the marketing angles are or just what the standard descriptions and all the basic information, but just trying to show how it could be a win-win for a show that might have that author on, how it can serve their audience um, and not just be self-serving for us or for the author, but really show how it can be a service to what a media outlet mm -hmm. are, is already caring about or who the mom on the other side, like what her day looks like and how this kind of content will serve her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so more outwardly focused. Yes, you very help, outwardly focused. You help the media outlet win and you win. Exactly. You help, yeah, so we got to show how it's a win-win right. because otherwise, sometimes I tell authors this in media training, otherwise I'm trying to fi figure out how to get free publicity, right? Mm -hmm. We have other people on the team that are looking for paid media, they're doing social media ads, um, and if what I'm pitching to a media, it just sounds like an ad, then they're gonna send me to their ads department. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to prove that they have a, an interest that overlaps with ours and that they could take a chance and have the author on and give them free publicity yeah, instead of just an ad. Totally, and I think you hit on an important point right there. And, and I have said this since the beginning of time that th your book is not the news. Yeah. They don't care that you've written a book. Exactly. What they want to know is how does the information within this book right. benefit my audience? Yes. What is it that you have to say that is a benefit to my audience? Yes, you wrote a book and that credentials you. Yes. And, and yes, we'll mention the book. Mm -hmm. And if people want to hear more or read more, they'll go buy the book. Exactly. But we're not here to advertise your book. Yep. That's an ad. That's right. I tell right. authors the same thing because when we're looking at a press release, for example, I'm trying to figure out what the hook is because I tell them it's never, it's not new news or it's not that interesting that a publisher is putting out a book like we're always we're in the that's business of putting out right. books if you're an author you're that's your books. business you're right. in the business yeah. of, of writing books business long, right. so that's yeah. not the newsworthy part it, it might be depending on who the person is but we got to figure out what earns you the right to be able to speak into the media um, and how do you get that we kind of use that industry term of earned media mm -hmm. instead of paid media mm -hmm. how can you earn a spot to speak to the media outlets audience and they might take a chance on you and that might depend on kind of the relationship that someone like me or you Jason would have um, the relational credibility that we carry yeah. but um, at the end of the day we got to think about who the audience is and how we can serve the media outlet with content so your job when you're building out a, a, a press kit mm -hmm. is to help the producer yeah. or editor or writer or reporter whoever it is yeah. connect those dots exactly you don't you want to say to them, hey, look, here's my author. Yeah. Here's why what they've written about is important to you and your audience. Exactly. And, and just to help them connect those dots. Yes. And, and include, uh, what other information might you include on, on your standard kind of press kit? I, I um, include sample interview questions because that to me is another, that helps one, I have authors fill out a Q&A and I come up with questions and I encourage them to think of the questions in an interview that they want to answer. Like what questions would best draw out the content of the book but also connect the dots for the listener and serve them really well. So I have them answer the, the Q&A but that, those questions also serve the producer on the other side that only has 15 minutes to help the host prepare for an interview and they don't have time to read the whole book. So that helps them prepare the interview and it's like us writing it for them and saying, okay, well if you are going to have this author on 
here's how this interview could go. It's mm -hmm. a service to them. Um, but it also helps both parties think through the outline and how that interview can go really smoothly. Mm -hmm. So I include a Q&A slash sample interview questions. Mm -hmm. They serve both purposes. Um, and then I also um, will sometimes include statistics that tie into the content of the book and help um, maybe help a producer think about how they could frame up the interview mm -hmm. and the, the need um, or why they chose, why it's newsworthy or relevant to yeah. talk about this topic. Yeah. So anything I can do and any part of what's important I think as a publicist or as an author doing the work of a publicist for themselves is just as much as you can learn about the role of a guest booker or a producer or a podcast host or whoever that person is and how they have to think and how what their work routine is like because then if you can think like them you can think about how to serve them best when mm -hmm. we put together a press kit yeah and not just you know the tip sheet that we would use in another way or just the standard book description yeah. that we would use as a publisher yeah house. so you hit on something else really important there you can't assume that the producer or host is going to yep. read your book. In fact, yes. most of the time they don't. Yes, ninety-nine percent of the time they don't. They don't <laughs> exactly. have time because they, they they have a stack. I've seen them. Yep. Stacks and stacks of books on their desk. Yes, that they get daily. That's, daily. Yeah. Yes. It can be frustrating you, you when you see those photos right. or hear about right. that. They don't have time to read your no. book, so you have to summarize for them. Yeah. Give them, you know, a quick overview, but hit on the, you know, what's most important and why it's it's important that their audience hear from you and then go in and, and want to follow you on social media and read your book. Now, this is something else that I talk about too, and maybe you tell your authors the same thing. Mm-hmm. The objective here, and as a, as a publisher, I know the publisher's never going to say that the, that the objective is not to sell books, because of course it is, but as an author, if you're listening to this podcast, I, I, I am telling you that the, the, the objective in doing media is to grow an audience of your own, to push people yes. back to your social feeds, your blog, your podcast, so that you can grow and cultivate an audience of yep. your own hoping that someday you don't really need media anymore. You have yeah. a group of devoted and loyal readers. Right. Um, so you've got to, to kind of get out of that mindset of, hey, I want to do a radio interview and sell some books. Mm -hmm. A radio interview is not going to sell a lot of books. Exactly. The idea is to, to co-op some of that mm -hmm. radio show's listeners mm -hmm. and, and make them yours. You right. know, If exactly. a TV you know, uh, newscast has 100,000 listeners, 4,000 of whom might be really interested mm -hmm. in what you have to say, mm -hmm. which is a very small percentage, but right. for, if you can take 4,000 of those folks and convert them to your... That's huge. Re, your, you know, to, to, to be followers of exactly. yours, readers, then absolutely. And that'll lift up everything you do. Right. Whatever you do next, if you're speaking, if you're, you know, doing an email campaign with an mm -hmm. opt-in buy or whatever, whatever it mm -hmm. is, it's going to lift up everything. And something you said that is important too that I will remind, of course, from a publisher's perspective or, you know, trying to, we're interested in book sales, you know, we want to see the book do well, but I'll tell authors and remind them that what I would see as a secondary purpose of the interview, and for them should be a primary purpose, is to build a good relationship with media outlets that will pay off over time and if you do serve if you do a great interview and it serves the audience really well then they may not come back to me or I may continue that relationship with the media outlet but they'll probably have you back on as an author mm -hmm. and that could benefit you for whatever you do next mm -hmm. um, and so think about that relationship building is important for them um, in whatever they they do next and building their platform but also maybe getting another invite and being able to talk about something else that they're doing yeah. I think that's really important yeah absolutely so so what do you see um, 
being in the position you're in, mm -hmm. being the uh, kind of the next generation of of, of media for uh, authors. What, what are the what are the, the the hot new strategies and places for authors to try and, and place themselves? I mean, is, mm -hmm. is, it, is it still is podcasts still? What's next, right? I mean, that's we're I think a long so. way from I know, like, that. even since we got connected a couple years ago, we've been talking about podcasts a yeah. lot and how they're growing and how they're this new medium. And I was at a conference this past year and I was hearing statistics about how in our world sometimes we feel like maybe has podcasting already peaked has it hit the mm -hmm. um, like are, is everyone listening to podcasts now but we've been in that world for a while but the statistic I heard is that now 50% of the American population listens to podcasts so that means we're only at half capacity there's still 50% of the population that isn't listening to podcasts so it's still a growing medium um, we haven't peaked in people's interests or maxed out um, so I think that it's still an area that's growing and there's space left in the market for more so that means there's space for other people um, to keep starting podcasts to be talking to people through podcasts so all that to say um, I think I'm really interested in how um, podcasts can serve um, our marketing team and our authors like whether that be through interviews also through sponsorships those mm -hmm. are new opportunities that are growing because of podcasts mm -hmm. and I think that the listener on the other end and even if I think about myself as a listener first um, I'm so much more invested when I have my airpods in or if I'm listening to a podcast in the car um, I'm a, a little bit more of an invested listener than how I might listen to radio when I'm driving I still love radio and listen to my local like independent music station but I'm turning it off and on I'm not quite as invested but when I have my my ears in my earbuds I'm I'm really listening and I've bought books from hearing someone do a long-form one-hour interview mm -hmm. so that doesn't mean I make a purchasing decision after every interview that I listen to and mm -hmm. we have to think about remember that too that it takes maybe up to 10 touch points hearing about a product or something for them to make a buying decision but I just know that podcasts have more of an invested relationship with the listener yeah. and so I think that we're going to continue to see that be an important part of authors launching books or talking about whatever there is whatever it is that they're doing yeah so a couple of things I heard you say right there that our listeners can take away would be uh, that this is a marathon mm -hmm. right not a sprint exactly this is something that's gonna take a long while um, also uh, that um, you talked about podcasts and uh, and you mentioned your local media and that's something that's important mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people wanted to skip right over their local media and sure. go do national media or sure. do other stuff. Well, yeah. the thing is, and, and one of the things that our listeners are going to hear us hear, hear me say over and over again, and a lot of what our products and, and resources that we're going to be making available will focus on is local media. Yeah. Because your local media, hometown is where you're most relevant, mm -hmm. uh, where you're most likely to get bookings, yep. get some seasoning, get some experience, yeah. which is going to give you a better opportunity to pitch that regional you know show or that exactly. podcast or that national you got to start at home yeah um and you got to get your feet wet there so um you know that is as you search for commonalities with radio producers tv producers those folks you know you may not have a lot in common with someone who's sitting in a studio in new york mm -hmm. but if you're in toledo ohio you both live there exactly you know what i mean you got a lot in common and yeah. it's likely that you can strike up a conversation and, and yeah. cultivate a relationship there so um that's the idea is conquer your hometown first mm -hmm. um see that as a market that you want to own you want to be the guy or the gal on this topic that you've written about yeah. um, and let's start there and then let's let's step out further um so all that said you know one of the things we really like to do for our listeners is just to you know, give them a, a, a takeaway, a one-minute takeaway, mm -hmm. 
from you know the authors and publicists and, and, and media that we're, we're talking to. If you had a minute and you're talking to somebody who's getting started on their journey as mm -hmm. an author who hopes to book media for themselves, mm -hmm. what would you tell them? I think just think about how you're going to serve your audience or serve the audience of the media. Of course you're going to go in with your, your own goals and you're going to have something that you're promoting, but the more that you can think about how to serve someone with your content um, and put yourself in their shoes or in their ears, I think that's, that's going to um, pay off in the end and that's going to really make an incredible interview. And then I would say practice. I think what you, the point you made about local media gives you a great opportunity to practice doing media. The more you do, the more opportunities you'll get in the future. And I think there's not a lot of people that can just wing it. So practice in front of a mirror, time yourself, being able to talk about your book, time your, and really work on your elevator pitch for your book because you're gonna get a lot of the same questions again and again if you're a new author or you have a book coming out. Um, so, I mean, it's a cliche, but practice makes per perfect. So that's what I would say. Awesome. You're great, Janae. I, I love working with you. I always love working Thank with you. you. I wish I could see you more, but yes. you have to be in the hemisphere for that to happen. <laughs> um, let's do this again soon. That Over sounds coffee. great. And Over we coffee. won't be mic'd up, but we can still have a great conversation. That sounds great. Okay, so listen. If you didn't hear anything else that Janae said, I hope you heard her say that what you're doing is not just an interview it's about building a relationship that's going to pay off for you over and over again in the years ahead. You have to have a longer view on this thing than just your current project. You have to think about the long game. And remember that the media you're pitching, they are people. Sound bites and wisdom like what Janae gave you right there, that's invaluable. It's the kind of thing that we as publicists know and hear all the time. But it's not the kind of thing that you, our authors, friends, and listeners, are necessarily privy to. And that's why we built Local PR Toolkit, a one-of-a-kind suite of tools and resources that train you up to be the publicist you've always wanted and needed. So find us online, localprtoolkit.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, remember, the search is over. The publicist is you. The Book Publicist Podcast is part of the Mana 3 Media Network. It is hosted by publicist Jason Jones and is produced and edited by me, David Wilkinson. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe to the Book Publicist Podcast wherever podcasts are downloaded. And be sure to check out our episode show notes. Special thanks to Janae White for being on the podcast. Be sure to go to localprtoolkit.com to get started right now on becoming your own publicist. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can check out more podcasts by Mana3 Media, including my own, Dad Matters, on Instagram at Mana3 Media. That's M-A-N-A, -A, the number three, media. New episodes of the Book Publicist Podcast drop bi-weekly every other Wednesday, so join us again in two weeks.